Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Mexicast. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and before we get started, I want to share what you can expect here on this podcast. First, you should know that my family lives on a sailing catamaran, and this is my personal audio journal. What you're about to hear is an episode from 2016 when we were just starting our journey of moving from our home in New Mexico onto the boat. As a longtime broadcast journalist, I wasn't sure how I was going to keep working while pursuing this crazy new lifestyle. This journal is where I worked through a lot of things, both personally and professionally. That means you will hear about experiments with new technologies like Blab and Periscope and testing out systems to make the move easier, like Wild Tree meal prep and KonMari for downsizing our stuff. As you can imagine, some of these experiments were successful, while some, like Blab and Wild Tree, don't even exist anymore. But I decided to leave even the failed experiment in this audio journal so you could get the whole story of how we went from New Mexicast to New Mexicastaways. If you like what you hear, please stick around till the end and I'll share how you can find out where we are now and how you can get much more content by joining the New Mexicastaways crew. Enjoy. Welcome to New Mexicast, audio edition, or what I like to call New Mexicastaways. Uh, this is where I share my thoughts and musings as my family has just moved on to a 45-foot sailing catamaran. My name is Rosalinda Roman. I have a TV show in New Mexico called New Mexicast. And if you want to see any of those stories, which are feature reports about fascinating people and places that we've met along the way, uh, you can go to New Mexicast TV on YouTube or my live streaming efforts, which are sadly affected by my lack of internet connectivity lately. Uh, but the ones that I have posted are on facebook.com slash New Mexicast. Uh, so let's get to it. I just watched my boat sail away with my husband and his three, his two best friends aboard, uh, Nathan, Eric, and Don. Nathan is my husband, and he's having his first guide weekend that I can remember in quite some time. So I got kicked off the boat. My daughter, who is uh, in gymnastics, got kicked off the boat. And our nanny, Linda, also got kicked off the boat. The other two, Samuel and Ziva, are up in Chicago having Grammy week. Um, so it's a good time just to chat a little bit. Uh, we stayed at a hotel last night, the ladies and I, but Linda is heading to Sarasota for a weekend with friends. And Ahava and I are going to fly to uh, Chicago tonight um, on an airline that I've never flown, and I probably will never fly again, but I could be wrong. Uh, Spirit Airlines. I'm used to flying on Southwest, and there's certain things that I really like about Southwest. Basically, you pay one fare, and then everything's included. Um, you have to pick your own seat. You have to check in 24 hours in advance. But once you kind of get to know the Southwest system, it's nice because you can 
bring up to two bags. And I don't carry a lot of stuff, but still it really irks me the way that airlines now uh, charge for every single bag. Well, Spirit takes it to a whole new level, and they charge to print your boarding pass, and they charge to um, get a seat, uh, to select a seat. Um, so I'm a little nervous because I'm traveling alone with my daughter, and I'm not sure they're going to put us together. But if they don't, it's okay. She's a well-traveled child. In fact, I might as well say now, I'm really looking at starting my um, at least blog and maybe more uh, to it than just a blog uh, called A to Z Travel Kids. Um, we've talked about it for a long time. Oh, train going by. Listen. Huh. Nice. Um, we've talked about it for a long time. In fact, that's uh, the train reminds me. My daughter and I just took a train trip from Orlando. Uh, I'm sorry, from North Carolina to Orlando, and we had such a great time uh, taking that train that I, I realized, you know, I really enjoy traveling in general, and I don't get caught up in like I try not to get too worked up about the little things that sometimes may annoy other travelers. Um, but one of my pet peeves is what uh, Spirit is doing today, and that is just nickel and diming you for everything they said. We don't give peanuts. We don't give water. We don't do anything like that um, to keep the fares really low. But they're not significant, so much lower that it's worth it to me. I'd rather kind of pay, you know, a little bit more. And I'm talking a little bit. It's not that big of a difference between what's the quote was on Southwest and uh, this one. So, anyway, that's what's on my mind. I just spent the whole morning, three hours, um, trying to get my boarding pass. And I still haven't gotten it printed, but at least I've been able to check in. Um, but I still have to go find a way to get uh, to print the boarding pass or pay $10 per ticket um, more, and which just annoys me. So, I'm uh, because we live on a boat, we don't have a printer, I think we're going to get one, but um, so anyway, long story short, I don't think I'll be taking this airline again. Maybe I'll get to the airport and they will be lovely people and it will be worth it, um, but we'll see. Uh, what else is on my mind? So gymnastics. I'm on my way to pick up my daughter. I've got, uh, I actually have a rental car right now because Miss Linda headed to um, Sarasota and with our car. And so we're going to just have this rental car for the day because Ahava had to get to gymnastics. She is a competitive gymnast. She's a training level five, which means she's trying to work really hard to get to level five before the competition season begins. Um, they have their first meet in September, and at the time of this recording, it is July, the end of July. And because of that, uh She's really trying not to miss any gymnastics, and she's working really hard uh, to get to that next level. That meant that she had to forego what the other kids are doing. My uh, Ziva and Samuel, my other two kids, are at my mom's house in Chicago at Grammy Week, which is super fun and awesome. And so that's why we're going, since Nathan's got his guys weekend this weekend, uh, Ahava and I are going to fly up to Chicago to get out of Nathan's way and to allow Ahava to have the weekend at Grammy Camp. Um, so I'm going to pause right here because I have a new headphone and I want to hear how it sounds before I get too much further into this episode. So I'll be right back. Sailing away on a boat. 
Interesting. That is very echoey. I have now moved the headphone um, uh, location from behind my head to in front of it, and I'm going to record just a little bit right now to see how this is, this sounds. So these are my new uh, wireless headphones that I got at uh, Sports Authority. I guess it's going out of business, and I uh, got a great discount on these, and I was excited about them because they come highly recommended, and I uh, was looking for some wireless headphones so I could run and um, still talk and potentially use them for recording as well. But um, depending on how it sounds, I may or may not be able to do that. So let me pause one more time to hear what I just recorded to see if this is any less echoey than it was a second ago. Well, it's not much better this way, um, but I'm going to just try to finish up. I'm about to get to gymnastics and uh, I want to watch my daughter for a little bit. One of the things that is heavily on my mind right now is gymnastics because because Ahava is trying to really work hard to get to that next level and she wants to stick with the sport, um, for a while I was thinking, well, by the time we move on to the boat, she will not really want to do gymnastics anymore, so it'll be fine, you know, we'll, she'll move on, we'll move on, we'll sail away and go explore these islands. Well, she doesn't want to give up the sport, and we certainly have invested as a family a ton into her um, gymnastics career, and she's right on the cusp of where she's going to decide if this is like I'm going all the way or this is something I'm going to stick with for uh, at least to try to become a collegiate gymnast. Um, she's only 11, okay, but gymnastics is one of those sports you have to make choices very early at, at a younger age. Um, so it's, it, we're struggling with this. Uh, there's a lot of other sports that you can do just about anywhere, but gymnastics, A, is a very solo sport, and it also um, requires very specific equipment that you can't, you know, it's not like going to somewhere where you can just hit a tennis ball and learn form or, uh, I mean, still you need a tennis court or some, even a basketball court, I guess you could work on. Same thing with basketball or swimming. But with gymnastics, she needs coaches and she needs equipment and, um, you know, it's, it's quite an investment of time and money. So we have been struggling with this for a while, but I, I kind of put it on the back burner because I figured... It was hard. It was all I could do to get our family to get the boat and to move on to the boat, right? So that was my main focus. And I, I really believe that when you get clear on what you want, the rest of it can work out. You can figure out, you know, the, the rest of the details um, once you get clear on what it is that you actually want. And so I got clear that I wanted to move on to a boat. Um, and then, you know, the universe or whatever you want to, however you want to call it, things start to fall into place when you, at that point, right? So now that we're on the boat and starting to get settled, now we have to decide about what to do with the gymnastics uh, factor. Um, I would love, so right now, let me back up. So she was at a gym in New Mexico and a very nice gym and she trained really well there. So we had to find something comparable here. We're in, uh, right now the boat is in Riviera Beach Marina. Um, and she needed something somewhat close that she could train 
here in Florida. So we've moved on to um, a nice gym here called Palm Beach Gymnastics, and the people are really nice, and uh, she really, the, the, tri- the coaches really push her, so that's really great. She's been really improving, and she's excited about that. We have a lot of prep work to do on the boat anyway. Um, I'd say at least another month worth of uh, things that need to be done, upgrading the radar, uh, adding netting uh, for the safety of uh, my son, who's five, and our little German Shepherd, who's a puppy. Um, we need to get locator beacons or this thing called spot, which you put on wrists or ankles, and that helps to track and alert if anyone falls overboard. Uh, there's a number of things like that that we need to to still do on the boat. So there's a good month left here anyway, um, and plus Nathan still has to travel back to New Mexico for work. Uh, he does his clinicals in Alamogordo, New Mexico, and there's a number of things that still have to happen. So I'm not trying to rush the process, um, but at some point we need to figure out how are we going to live on a boat and go sailing if we are tethered to one location. And and it could be just that we take day sales and stay in this area through competition season, right? But we would prefer to be, if we're going to have to be in one place, we would like to be on this island in the Bahamas called Elbow Key, or the the little town is called Hope Town. It's a place that when we lived on a boat the first time, about five and a half years ago, uh, we sailed to this island, and we absolutely loved it, loved the people. And, in fact, I just reconnected. One of our friends uh, just came. I think I may, may have mentioned this, this on another episode. Uh, my friend Rachel just came from the Bahamas uh, to visit us. So this place, Hopetown, we adore it. We love it. It's a great jumping-off point for a lot of other things. And my husband um, can do his uh, – he can fly out to New Mexico relatively easily um, as as easily as you can get from a small island, um, but still the gymnastics question remains. So there have been some uh, there's been some progress on that. I will continue this episode um, another time because I'm going to go and watch her for the last 15 minutes of her practice, and then we're going to have uh, they have their team party this afternoon. So I will uh, just consider this a pause, and then I'll come back after the break which will probably be another day when I record this. So bye for now. Okay, I'm back. And uh, it's been actually another four days since I recorded the first part of this episode. And a lot has happened in those four days. I went to Chicago take my daughter um, to Chicago for a quick weekend, uh, Grammy Week weekend, where uh, she got to hang out with the cousins at Grammy's house. Grammy's house is a wonderland for kids. They have trampolines and spinning things and treehouse and you name it. And then we had a massive water balloon fight and it was a really great fun trip for all. Uh, and I also got some time with my three of my four siblings, so I really enjoyed that as well. Uh, but I wanted to kind of wrap up the gymnastics discussion, and uh, also let me say I, I'm listening back just to kind of catch up where I was. 
and I realized this audio, um, these headphones do not sound good <laughs> on the recording, which is such a bummer because I just got them. They're brand new. They're fancy schmancy uh, JX2, and I was I got them with the express purpose of being able to do this, be able to record um, quality audio is what I had hoped, but um, doesn't look like it's going to work. So let me just say, uh, tell you really quickly about the rest of the thoughts swirling around in my head about the gymnastics um, thing. So when my friend Rachel came to visit, I talked to her because she knows a lot of people in Hope Town and in just in general in the Bahamas, and I said, we got to figure out how to get my daughter to... Sorry, my, you know, my GPS is talking in my ear at the same time, which is very strange. Uh, anyway, we, so Rachel, um, I asked Rachel, I said, do you know anyone that knows anything about gymnastics? And if so, um, can you put me in touch with them? She also uh, put me in touch with, uh, actually, one of our mutual friends, Pleasant, um, whose daughter is, daughters are competitive swimmers and who used to live in Hopetown moved from Hopetown so that their daughters could have um, more intense training and uh, prep work as far as being in, in swimming competition. And that move served them very well because um, their oldest daughter, Aubrey, is now headed to the University of South Carolina um, for swim team and uh, their middle daughter, Lily, is also breaking lots of records and doing super well uh, in the swimming arena. So they were very familiar, Pleasant, excuse me, and her husband, Chris, they're very familiar with what it takes to help a child continue their sport that they love with knowing that, you know, the place that they love, Hopetown, namely, uh, may not be conducive to um, making you know, giving them the best chance to uh, move forward in their sport. So she was a great resource. We, I also, talked, so I basically, when we were Skyping um, with Pleasant, we uh, talked about gymnastics, and she reached out to a friend who she has, I think, in Grand Bahama. Maybe, I think that's where she is. Anyway, Pleasant's friend is um, has a gym. He's somewhere on one of the bigger islands in the Bahamas, and she got back in touch with me and told me that she has been looking to start a gym in the Abacos, which is where Hopetown is, and that she had some equipment that a friend wanted to get to her, and then she would bring it over, you know, have to ship it over to the Bahamas, and I said, well, would it be possible for us to bring it on our boat? So anyway, long story short, there's conversations going on about the possibility of trying to get the equipment to the Abacos so that this woman who is interested in starting a gym might be able to do that, and that would allow us, that would be the solution to have Ahava be able to continue gymnastics and allow us to be where we would like to be in Hopetown. So... I really, it, it makes me smile because right before the break I talked about how the universe lines things up 
not only was there this friend of Pleasant, but Rachel has a friend who owns a gym in Freeport, I think, and there's a chance that she might be able to come over and help coach my daughter at least maybe every other week or something like that. So um, there's possibilities, I guess is what I'm trying to say. None of it is set in stone. There's still a ton of work that has to be done. But I think the, the lesson is when you really get clear on what you want and you start to make that known, the right people and resources show up. It's just the way it works. I have that, you know, um, that little saying on, uh, I always keep that like on a plaque in my nook and I need to, I need to put it somewhere on the boat because it's so, so true. When you get clear on what you want, the right resources and people show up. And that's, I think that's just so, that sums up, you know, the whole law of attraction. Um, it, it really works. It really works. If you focus on and really get clear on what it is you want. Because the thing is, we, we want so many things that sometimes you confuse your own mind and you, you confuse the, um, you know, the powerful parts inside of yourself that help make things happen, right? If you aren't clear and don't really boil down what it is you're after, how do you know what the target is? How do you know if you're actually meeting your goal? You have no way to know if you if it's very vague. Or if you have too many ideas and, and goals and it would be great to do all of these things, right? So um, this street is very loud, isn't it? I'm on I-95 heading to the airport now to pick up our next guest. Um, I meet my nephew and sister-in-law, and also my daughter, Viva, and son, Samuel, who have been gone for the past two weeks. So I am on my way to the Fort Lauderdale airport to go get them. Anyway, so I just want to tell you, when you decide, get clear on what you want, the right people and resources show up. Remember that as you're trying to decide what you're going to do. All right, I am going to let you guys go, and I really appreciate you listening, especially with this audio, lousy audio quality. I'm working on it. I think I have to revert to um, going back to my Rose Lavalier mic and the Zoom H4N recorder to get better sound, because I do not want to torture your earbuds, your ears, (laughs) and um, I guess this wireless headphones will just have to be for listening to music in, in when I'm running. So I hope you guys are all well and having a fabulous day. I just did a broadcast this morning on Facebook Live, so if you have any interest in seeing the occasional uh, live reports that I'm doing uh, from Living on the Boat, feel free to go over to facebook.com slash newmexicast. And I will definitely put the replays up on New Mexicast TV on YouTube. All right, thanks for listening to New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman.
Thanks for listening to my audio journal from 2016 as our family prepared to move on to the sailing catamaran, Don Treader. If you want to see where we are at the moment, just search for New Mexicast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Patreon, or for New Mexicast TV on YouTube. Also, if you want to see the videos and photos of the things I'm talking about on this podcast, please consider joining the New Mexico Castaways crew. You can do that at newmexicast.com slash crew. Thanks again for listening and for supporting our enchanting adventures. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and this is New Mexico Castaways.